Welcome to the Use Your Strengths to Get Hired audio mini course from Happen to Your Career. Here's your lead instructor who likes careers, coffee, parkour, and paddleboarding, but not necessarily in that order. And now your host, Scott Anthony Barlow. This is Scott Anthony Barlow from HappenToYourCareer.com, where we run a company that helps high performers find career happiness and meaning. Now, we've put together this six-part audio course as a guide to using your strengths to make a career pivot to work that makes you more happy more often. And if you haven't already listened to it, Start out with the very first episode, as each one builds upon the next to help you learn how you can make a career and a life out of your strengths, and why many others have chosen to do the exact same thing. Okay, let's break down what are strengths really. Because when you hear the word strengths, you probably think you have a pretty good idea of what a strength is, even if you're not 100% clear what yours might be. And after all, we're a culture that loves to dissect and analyze, whether it's on your ninth grade English report card or ESPN analyst the day after the big game. We love to be able to do that exact same thing, right? When I mention the word strengths, most people envision skills, tasks, or actions. They say things to me like, hey, I'm great at building pivot tables in Excel, but honestly, I hate spending all my time in Excel. Or they say things like, I'm great at making people laugh. Does that mean I should be a comedian? Or people tell me I'm a really good project manager, but honestly, I don't really want to be in project management at all. In every one of these cases, those pieces, those things that I just mentioned, aren't their strengths. This is where you can breathe a sigh of relief because you're not doomed to run pivot tables for the rest of your life. Yay. Okay. All of these instead are focused on the physical or tangible manifestation of the strength, which is not actually the strength itself. Meaning you might be really good at a task, but it's actually what's underneath the surface that is causing you to be great at that task. Plus, of course, your individual practice at at that particular task or skill, right? And here's a different way to think about it. Think about it as though if, if you imagine strengths to be like an iceberg, then the part above the water is the skill, activity, or that physical intangible manifestation of that strength. And it's not the main iceberg itself. That of part, of course, lies below the water, right? The part that the other people and sometimes ourselves often can't see is that underwater water portion. Now, these really are the strengths themselves. These are often hidden from view, but here's some examples of what I mean. Okay, so I used to work with a finance manager who miraculously would build the best models of how businesses work. All of of this would go into an incredibly complex spreadsheet, and at the end of the month, his projections would be very, very, very accurate. Well, all the other finance managers in the company might be as off as much as 35%, right? And he's sitting there with <laughs> 1% to 3% difference every single month. Okay, so was his strength building complex models? No, of course not. That's not his strength. One of his main strengths was actually understanding in identifying how systems, particularly complex systems and information fit together in ways that you or I might not be able to comprehend as easily. But all we see 
on the output is this really fancy spreadsheet and the fact that he is deadly accurate in his projections. And furthermore, this actually gets complicated because you can have multiple strengths that make it possible for you to be great at just one skill. So in his particular case, there was actually more than one strength that was contributing to his deadly accuracy and these really fancy spreadsheets, right? It was also his ability to be able to be incredibly curious and continue to question and question and question until he got to the the root cause and understand. So he had sort of this innate curiosity and he wasn't just wasn't just curious by nature. It was really coupled with this desire to understand and do something about it, like to the point where he couldn't stop doing it. And this got on people's nerves in a variety of different ways too. And this really truly was one of his strengths. And it led to him being able to build these types of models, which is what you and I see on the surface. Okay. So When we talk about strengths here at Happen to Your Career, we're referring to a very specific subset of your personality and character and ultimately your talents. It isn't just the things that you're good at or the things that you've been praised for, although that's part of the equation. Instead, we see it as the intersection of several different areas. Your strengths what you can be truly great at, maybe even the best in the world at, and also what you enjoy, as well as the value and potential value that you bring to the world. The intersection of those three areas are really kind of the core pieces of what make up you and what we call your signature strengths. Okay. Signature strengths go beyond skills, just like we mentioned earlier, <laughs> way beyond I'm good at work, woodworking, or I'm really great at grammar, I'm a detail-oriented person. All those things might be clues to finding your signature strengths, which we'll talk more about in the next section of this audio guide and audio course. But being a good speller is really just the tip of the iceberg, as we said earlier. Okay, these are the qualities, though, that have a tendency to make you uniquely you. And once developed and truly mastered, allow you to literally change your life and career. Now, typically, I hear two responses when I introduce the idea of signature strengths. Some people say, well, I'm not sure that I have signature strengths, Scott. But with over 7 billion people in the world, you might be thinking, yeah, I don't have any of those things that I can be best at or better than other people. Or Another reaction is, hey, I'm good at a lot of things, but really, how can I narrow this down? Where do I even start? I have a lot of interests. I find that I'm good at a number of things. And how do, how do I even go about this process? How do I even make this useful to me? But first, let's debunk the idea that you don't have any signature strengths. After working with hundreds of clients and becoming a student of strengths for well over well over a decade at this point... I can confidently tell you that there is no one on the face of the planet who does not have signature strengths. It's impossible. Being unsure what your signature strengths are is actually normal. And sometimes it's the result of the structure of our education system, or maybe 
It's because you haven't been in environments where you could explore and develop your passions and interests in a way to where you can see these flourish, or maybe you just haven't been asked the right questions. Whatever the root cause, the good news is you can change your trajectory today, and we're going to show you how in the upcoming sections of this guide and audio course. So take a deep breath. We've got you covered. Now, if you're one of those overachievers or high performers who says, hey, I just have so many things I do well, you have the opposite problem. But we've got you covered there too. So let me share a quick story to help you further understand how strengths usually and actually work. Okay, so several years back, I was working with a guy named Rushi, and he was a a senior consultant with a consulting company that you have probably heard the name of. And we were working with him to help him answer the, if not this, then what should I be doing for my career question? He was trying to figure out what, what do I want to be spending my time doing that is much more fulfilling overall, right? He wanted much more meaning in his career and he was getting incredibly stuck moving through the process. Now, as a coach, it was very clear to me at the time that he was holding back something. At the time, I, I really just had no idea what it was. So we started getting into his strengths, which he had a pretty good idea of already. And keep in mind that most people we work with, they're, they're already fairly self-aware. But the things he wasn't great at actually kept surfacing. Okay. Now, uh, when you think strengths, you don't necessarily think of those things that you're not great at too. Uh, that's the opposite, it seems. But what happened next? Rushi had never, ever connected before in his entire life. But before I share that, you got a little, you got to know a little bit of a backstory on Rushi here, right? Ever since that he was a little kid, his parents and his friends had labeled him as a bit OCD. And they would they would say things like, you know, you organize everything everywhere at any time. And quite frankly, Rushi couldn't help it. He couldn't stop doing it. He couldn't stop organizing things in a variety of different ways. And it sort of became an ongoing joke with friends and family and other people that knew him really well. They'd say things like, oh, that's just Rushi. And I remember one conversation that we had over video when he was traveling, he was on the road in a, in a hotel for work. He confided in me that he couldn't even sit down to get some work done in that hotel room until he had put the lamp and the picture and a few things in place, at least in place in his mind, right? He organizes everything and he literally can't stop doing it. And up until now, he had looked at this as a negative and he, he didn't feel like he could stop doing it. So in his mind, it was this terrible part about him that he felt really powerless to change. But here's what he didn't realize. He didn't realize that that exact same need to organize everything was embedded deeply under the surface. It was that uh, that piece of the, <laughs> the iceberg that was showing up above the surface as well. But this the same need was caused by what was um, embedded deeply under the surface uh, for everything that was good in his life too. It was actually a huge strength of his. As a consulting team leader, it was the reason he was so successful in creating plans that got executed. It was also why so many people wanted to be on the same projects with him. When Rushi was involved with a project, things went miraculously well, right? They just, they just went well. It was his strengths at work the whole time. But he didn't realize it was two sides of the exact same coin. These same things make up who you are. They're the same reason why you're successful 
and the reason why things you do could be perceived as negatives as well. We call these potentially negative consequences of what you can't stop doing your anti-strengths. Now, here's the thing. Everyone has anti-strengths. Me, you, my kids, all of our clients and students, your neighbor, but most people don't necessarily know what they are or how to identify them. And even if you think you do, you probably don't realize yet where it comes from. When Rushi realized that what people surrounding him had told him were negatives in his entire life were actually just an extension of what was causing him to be successful in the first place. Well, this completely changed how he thought about himself as a person. All of a sudden, identifying where he should be spending this time and what creates a great career for him was much more obvious, right? Now, This is how I want you to think about strengths. We mentioned earlier the idea of the iceberg and what's underneath the surface, but it really does work both ways. So when we talk about signature strengths, it's not just the intersection of those three areas. It really is getting down to the heart of some of the things that you can't stop doing and those underlying causes. Once we center in and hone in on those, well, (laughs) it becomes much more obvious how you can and should be spending your time that lines up with ways that you enjoy and and create some of the byproducts of all the things that we mentioned earlier, like less stress and more enjoyment, higher levels of happiness, and everything that we mentioned in the in the very first episode of this audio course. I want you to hang tight though, because in episode three, section three, we're going to cover how do I determine, how do I begin to determine what my signature strengths actually are? And in the meantime, we've put together a few resources for you to get started right away on identifying your deeper level strengths and beginning to use them to create that much more meaningful and fulfilling career and life. You can visit hiredforstrengths.com, and that's going to take you to our ultimate guide on using your strengths to get hired. That's hiredforstrengths.com. Or you can simply pause this and text my strengths. That's MY strengths plural to 44222. That's my strengths to 44222. Otherwise, we'll see you in the next episode, the next section to talk about how to determine your signature strengths. Thanks for listening to the Use Your Strength to Get Hired audio mini course from Happen to Your Career. If you want to learn even more ways to create a life and career that makes you more happy, more often, head on over to happentoyourcareer.com to find additional podcasts, the blog, and more unconventional approaches to career happiness than you can shake a stick at. We'll see you over there.